Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, October 15, 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com, a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has some great betting tools and perks and is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many in the rest of the world. You can also get the written version of this podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog, at amwager.com, free, no sign-up required, by going to amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, and clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. We're going to start with the Sands Point Stakes, race 9 at Aqueduct, which is Belmont at the Big Egg, Belmont meet running at Aqueduct right now. Post time, 4.58 Eastern on Saturday, October 15th. Spirit and Glory opens at 8-1 and may actually be the horse to beat, definitely the horse to bet, with 5-2 morning line favorite Pizza Bianca likely to go off at lower odds. Not necessarily a false favorite, but certainly vulnerable, coming back from four months off against some other three-year-old fillies who have run as well as she has, and more recently. Spirit and Glory imported to the U.S. earlier this year, won nicely in her first stateside start in June, then two later won the Virginia Oaks in a 14-horse field. She did that in visually impressive fashion, rallying from 12th early to 7th with a quarter mile to go, then rallying four paths wide from 6th to the front and pulling away. The Echo Base speed figure she earned was 103. It's the same as Dueling Grounds Oaks 1-2 finishers Vergara and Skims earned, and similar to the 105 figure Pizza Bianca earned last year, winning the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, which she has not duplicated this year. On a pattern for more improvement in her fourth start in the U.S., Spirit and Glory is reunited with Dylan Davis, who rode a victory in June, and those are just some of the reasons she's the top pick here. Skims and Vergara have no real knocks and open at odds worth considering for win bets at 5-2 and 9-1 to respectively. Both ran the career best races last out and were very game battling head-in-head with each other for the last quarter mile. Rested nearly six weeks, I don't expect either to regress, Skims gets a jockey against John Velasquez, which may help her chances of making up the head she lost to Vergara last month, but both look tough. In the Sands Point Stakes, race 9 at Aqueduct, post 4.58 Eastern, Saturday, October 15th. Spirit and Glory's win bet at 5-2 or more. We'll make that bet first. And then, I'll consider a win bet on Skims or Vergara, whichever of the two is the highest odds, and 3-1 to one or more. And when considering win bets on more than one horse, we should base our wagers on what the public does in terms of making a contrarian stance and betting one, two, or even in some cases three horses at good odds to make up for the wide open nature of the race. And in that case, we should use the dutching tool, which is free and easy to use in Amwager and which helps you get the mathematical edge you deserve. You can pick the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win and everything is done for you. It's one of the many tools and perks at Amwager.com. We're going to play three different exactas here. The first is going to be Spirit and Glory over Skims, Vergara, Eminent Victor, and Pizza Bianca. The second is going to be Skims, Vergara, and Eminent Victor, and Pizza Bianca over Spirit and Glory, which is the opposite. And the last is going to be Spirit and Glory, Skims, and Vergara over Spirit and Glory, Skims, Vergara, Emma, Victor, and Pizza Bianca. I really want to bet all exactas here because I really want to hit all three and make some money. We're going to play some doubles from race 9 to race 10. In race 9, Spirit and Glory, Skims, and Vergara. In race 10, Glitter Up, Miss Tapparato. 
And the other double is going to be Spirit and Glory only in race 9. And we'll go deeper in race 10 using Glitter Up, Miss Taparado, Breeze Easy, Mrs. Green, and Madrilena. Before we get to the 10th, the next race coming up in time order is the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup Stakes at Keeneland race 9. Post of 5-16 on Saturday, October 15th. And if Paris Peacock wasn't in this field, the race would be unplayable because McCulloch would be the legitimate 1-5 favorite. That isn't the case here and becomes the race we can make a decent profit if we're right because Paris Peacock has a really good shot here. She can post the mild upset over the very talented McCulloch in this year's QE2 Challenge Cup Stakes. She had some hard luck to start her career when finishing second five times and third once in her first six. Two races later, the light bulb went on as she won in a field of 12 in August then came a breakout performance on September 17th overseas. In that race, among a field of 16, Paris Peacock rides from mid-pack and engaged the leader with 100 or so yards to go and slowly inched away. She had shown the same kind of winning spirit one month earlier when beating 12 other horses and earning a 97 figure, and she improved to a 107 echo base speed figure in the next month. Paris Peacock is trained by Jessica Harrington, who many people may not be aware of, but Jessica Harrington has won $5 million each season, including 15 Group 1 wins in the last five years. She started over 13,000 horses and first or second in 33% of those races. Paris Peacock also gets the services of Florent Giroux, seventh among all jockeys in North America in 2022 with 13 million earnings. So I expect Paris Peacock, a three-year-old like all the rest, to continue to improve and can win this race. McCulloch has done little wrong in seven career starts, all in the U.S., even though she was bred in Great Britain as she's finished first and or second in six of those, five of those coming in the graded stakes the best of which came in her most recent start in the Jock Club Oaks Invitational, in which she made a quick move from fourth on the far turn to get the lead and won by a half length. That effort earned her a 111 figure. Prior to that, McCulloch earned a 107 figure, finishing second in the Saratoga Oaks Invitational, so she's solely capable of taking another step forward and running better. But on the other hand, McCulloch ran her best race three back with a 112 figure in the Belmont Oaks. So that 112-111 may suggest that's her peak, where Paris Peacock still has improving to do. Lastly, we'll talk about California Angel, who won a turf route in her career debut 13 months ago, which is no easy task. And then two races later, won the Jessamine Stakes on the Keeneland grass with a visually impressive effort rallying from 12th to 13, eight wide on the turn, getting up for a head at double-digit odds. Last fall, after the big win at Keeneland, she wasn't disgraced a bit. She was only beaten four lengths in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies turf. Then she went to dirt for a couple tries, both poor ones, but returned to turf for a fine runner-up effort in the Lacombe Memorial in March. Taking six months off, California Angel returned for a a fine third of 11 finish in the Dueling Grounds Oaks last month, earning a new best career best 100 Echo Bay speed figure in the process, and she's likely to improve back at the Keeneland turf and second off the layoff, so she might be considered as a price here. She opens it 15 to 1. In the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup Stakes Race 9, Keeneland, post 5.16 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, October 15th. I'm going to bet Paris Peacock to win a 3-1 or more. And for a smaller, perhaps even token, 2 or $5 win bet, I'm going to make it on California Angels, 6-1 to one or more. For the exact, the big exact is going to be an exact box of Paris Peacock and McCulloch. And then for smaller exactos, perhaps just a buck or two, I want to box California Angel and Paris Peacock and box California Angel and McCulloch. Now we'll return to Aqueduct for race 10, Belmont of the Big A, with a post of 526 Eastern. And this first level allowance race for Phillies going six furlongs on the grass features a full field of 10, no solid favorite. 
With that in mind, we're going to start with Glitter Up as a top contender, with Miss Chaparrado not far behind in terms of probability to win. Glitter Up fits the condition to a tee off a maiden win over the track at the distance last month with Dylan Davis up, then as now. She had moved to the turf for the first time this year, right before that, and ran her best race, 2022, when third, then ran a new best race of the year, improving markedly, when leading by a length and a half shortly after the start and coasting home by two at the end. The only other early speed in this field appears to be Get the Candy, and that one has a disadvantageous outside post, so it's likely Dylan Davis will be able to get Glitter up to the rail, where she can run the same race as last time out. That last effort was on a three-race pattern of improvement resulting in a career-best 91 figure, and it looks like she can better that here in post-a-mile upset, opening at 8-1. to Miss Toporado has the best chance to close and win if Glitter Up can't lead from start to finish, having rallied from last of 10 to miss by a neck on the wire under identical conditions one day before Glitter Up earned her win. Jose Ortiz rides Miss Toporado back, and her 5-1 to starting odds are really high compared to her probability so that she could easily improve for Bill Mott off that last effort and earn her second career win. Breeze Easy has run in four stakes since supporting to the U.S. drops new allowance will likely be favored, but she's not a standout, even though a contender. Her U.S. debut at seven prongs on grass was her best race in the U.S. When a neck shy of winning, she's only been beaten four lengths or less versus much tougher since then, so she can run a top race repeating any of those efforts, plus gets Lasix for the first time. Mrs. Green made the lead late in the race and settled for third at the end, a neck behind Miss Toporado in that common race last month. She had won at Saratoga prior to that and missed by a nose three back, so another competitive effort is likely for Mrs. Green. Madrilena rounds out the contenders and also eligible has to get in, but should she be respected if she does, she makes her third start and second in a row on turf after importing the U.S. and coming back from seven months off. She led by two lengths late in a salty field at the higher non-winners of two allowance level at Kentucky Downs last month before being beaten a neck on the wire. And Javier Castellano gets on, so she definitely fits with these. In race 10 at Aqueduct on Saturday, October 15th with a post of 526, the win bets are Glitter Up and Miss Chavarado, either or both if they're 7-2 or more. And this is absolutely another race where betting tours to win and using a dutching tool like the one which is free easy to use in Amwager helps us to get an edge. To exact this here, the first is going to be Glitter Up and Miss Toporado over Glitter Up, Miss Toporado, Breeze Easy, Mrs. Green, and Madrilena. And then we're going to turn it around and play the opposite, which is Glitter Up, Miss Toporado, Breeze Easy, Mrs. Green, and Madrilena over Glitter Up and Miss Toporado. That way, if Glitter Up, Miss Toporado run 1-2, we win the bet twice. Don't forget, if you want the written version of this, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, just go to amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. It's completely free, easy, no login required. But while you're there, if you're not a member, check it out. It's legal to racing fans in most states and covers most races in North America and the rest of the world, and it's got some great tools and betters. I play there all the time, and you should too. Check it out, amwager.com. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you next week.